welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that gets to the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2024, that's still weird to say, Mazda CX-90. You can take a look at this Mazda on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, go over there. Why don't you head over to our Facebook page, click that like button. Then we get all the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. We're going to spend a ton of time talking about this Mazda in just one second. But first, we have to pay the bills. Gear up with Road and Track and Car and Driver. Head to shop.roadandtrack.com to shop apparel and gear made specifically for the modern enthusiast. Whether you're looking for a sweatshirt to keep you warm as you cruise with the top down or a leather keychain to keep your keys in check, there's something for every gearhead. Visit shop.roadandtrack.com and hit the road in style. And Patrick, you're here today because you're very gracious. And I drove the 2024 Mazda CX-90. Patrick, how's your day going and how was this Mazda? You can't answer that. Only I can. Only you can answer that, but my day is going great, and I'm uh, I'm actually curious to hear your thoughts on this. It's uh, something new. It is something new. That said, I looked at this Mazda CX-90 when I walked around it. Let's go to that right now. And we are walking around the 2024 Mazda CX-90, and just looking at it, it's very clearly a Mazda, except it is a large Mazda. If you thought your CX-9 was just a smidge too small, welcome to the world of the CX-90. It is rolling on a set of Falcon 275, 45, 21 big wheels on this. And uh, yeah, not huge wheels, as crazy as it is to say, but big wheels, 21s, and they look appropriate. Let's look at this rear hatch. Of course, you're not getting a CX-90 because you like how it looks or how it drives. You like it for its space with the rear seats up. Uh, the rear cargo area is not great, but, but uh, probably on par with most of these three-row crossovers. But of course, again, you're getting the sucker for the third row. So let's hop in there right now. Slide the seat forward. Flip it up. Okay, get in the third row. Not as easy as some other cars. Depending on how you have the second row, because it does, that does dictate everything. Uh, not bad. Plenty of space. I'm six feet tall. And I do run into the headliner, which is a problem, of course. But if you're an adult, you know, maybe don't hang out in the third row. So maybe just for the, the younger people or the smaller people, let's say 5'8 would probably be the, the comfortable cap on that. But the cabin area, the driver's area, what a treat. This is a very nice one. This is a uh, Turbo S Premium Plus package, all-wheel drive, uh, ringing in. A 51,920 sticker price, and that comes with you know a bunch of stuff that comes with the 3.3 liter uh, turbocharged i6 with the high performance one, 340 horse, and it comes with you know it's a nice accoutrement, a an ultra suede kind of middle dash. It's very nice. Leather armrests, leather seating, uh, very comfortable leather seating. As a matter of fact, door cards feel nice. Leather wrapped steering wheel, digital gauge cluster, a touch a row of your HVAC controls, which I do appreciate, very important. Um, automatic tailgate opener or hatch opener, it's great stuff. So many features, surround cameras. This has a panoramic roof. I've kept it closed because I am not a sunroof uh, fan, but man, this does feel well-appointed. And at 52 grand, effectively, that's somehow not far from the average transaction price of a car. That said, does any of this matter? The rear seat stuff, absolutely. But also, for us, what really matters is how it drives. So let's take this out on a quick spin. So it sounded like you uh, felt pretty comfortable in there. Like you 
give high marks to the the inside to the the, the cabin area yeah yeah um so i think that people now i've never purchased a mazda new so there is that but i think that people like what mazda is doing with their cabins to your point it feels very premium generally nice touch points nice design it all feels cohesive and it looks pretty and it feels pretty and it feels well built which is something that's important if you're dropping fifty two thousand dollars on a car over the next for me 35 years i think i can get however that shakes out on a loan 35 year loan on a car the one minor issue if you want to call it as such all of these large crossovers the vast majority of these large crossovers do struggle somehow in the third row uh for seating tall people mostly because this the you, it's it's a packaging issue, right? You're trying to stuff five pounds of stuff in a three pound bag. So if you if you're a taller person or a, a sitting giant, as uh, sometimes described, you might not be the most comfortable in the third row. But I don't okay. I don't think Mazda or anyone intends for somebody who could be a center uh, on an NBA team sitting back there. I think it's mostly designed for younger children, children, you know, your teenagers who aren't necessarily that tall. And for those people, for the for the smaller stature, I think it'd be more than fine. But the uh, the second row and the first row very spacious, a lot of knee room, a lot of leg room, uh, elbow room, and it just feels it feels like a nice cabin. Good, good, good. Um, I'm looking at some pictures, and it looks it looks pretty nice and clean. It's very minimalist. It's not trying too hard to be what it's not. It's a, it's a very very cohesive design. Mazda's trying to make their, their cars feel more expensive than what they are, which is a challenge because this one's fifty two thousand dollars. But having reserved styling, I think, does a lot to make the brand feel more premium than what mm-hmm. the sticker price might suggest. Yeah, no, that makes sense. What also makes sense, Patrick, is driving the thing. So let's go to that right now. Three hundred forty horsepower, three. 369 pound-feet of torque, not too bad with an inline six. Love this. We, we live in the future. There is drive mode selector, of course. Sport gives you more throttle tip in. Normal is probably where you're going to be cruising around in this thing. It's, it gives you everything and more. 3rd Throttle tip in. Nice linear progressive. This does have a mild hybrid system on it, 48 volt hybrid system helps at the low low part of the pedal also helps with automatic stop start pretty smooth braking feel a soft pedal surprisingly enough the steering in the cx90 is got a lot of heft to it yeah i mean this thing accelerates smoothly uh this is a large vehicle but you know catch as catch can when you have 340 horsepower really nice progressive acceleration which is good i mean this this new 3.3 liter uh, inline six is uh new for mazda and an eight speed the eight speed manages the gears well uh does a good job with this whole powertrain. I'm, I've not had one single complaint with this transmission. It has slappy paddles. That would be my only real complaint because who in their right mind is gonna be flappy paddling a CX-90? But hey, different strokes. Again, the steering does have quite a bit of heft to it that might get annoying to some if you're used to, say, a more effortless three-row crossover. But the steering feel, besides having heft, uh, you know, relatively direct it does have that disconnect where the heft doesn't really progress so much i mean it does a little bit but it feels kind of like a video game 
steering wheel. So there is that, but that's kind of the name of the game with EPS. Um, there's more to it than just the, just the EPS. So there's, there's a lot, a lot going to steering feel. Don't, don't email me. Uh, or please email me actually, if you want to. Wind noise, low, uh, road noise does a pretty good job managing it. Um, and these tires might be on the slightly more aggressive side than what I expect from a Mazda, but it, I mean, it's a sleepy, quiet three-wheel crossover. I don't think it's gonna wake up the baby. With that said, I think we can take this back to the studio. Take on the tail of the dragon and experience the best of bourbon country on Road and Track's Smoky 600 Rally. Join Road and Track for a four-day adventure through Appalachia, featuring curated group drives led by editors. Track time, distillery tours, and tastings, and stays at boutique hotels, culminating in a spirited grand finale drive down the tail of the dragon. Visit experiences.roadandtrack.com to reserve your spot today. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's got all of the uh, the things that make Mazdas Mazdas, and you found it, it had enough power. Do you think that was a good amount? So the mild hybrid system helps a little down low, of course, as mild hybrid systems are one to do. But yeah, 340 horsepower and a bunch of torque. 20 years ago, that is a ton of performance. It makes more power than a Mustang did 20 years ago. We live in weird times. Now, I have to start being critical of the CX-90 for one very particular reason. What's that? This might be the most congested uh, and most competitive segment in all of cars. Uh, you have the Toyota Highlander and Grand Highlander, uh, Explorer, Telluride, Palisade, uh, the Acadia. Uh, it's it's basically every anybody who's anybody, anybody making cars, a new Pathfinder, Ascent, uh, the Honda Pilot, everybody is doing this. Which is good because it means there's a lot of buyers that want a three-row crossover uh, that should be buying a minivan. I'll establish that now. Mazda, again, bring back the minivan. You're not going to sell many of them, but you'll make me happy. Uh, but you're, you're fighting a lot of stiff competition. But you know it, it's a good product, and I think that it, it's leaning to what Mazda does well and how Mazda positions itself. Exactly. So it's sort of a frivolous question. Uh, you like this engine. What would you prefer to see it in rather than a big uh, crossover like this? Like, Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a very good question. If Mazda could make a slightly larger than an MX-5 sports car... Mm. That would be great. That'd be a great home for it. Uh, of course, Mazda has done that before. Uh, no, but yeah, it's, this this would be fun in a sedan. Or, yeah, that's what uh, I was thinking. Or uh, a, a two plus two coupe or something like that. I think it has a lot of panache. I think it's very interesting. It's an interesting powertrain. Uh, it's a very competent powertrain. Now, of course, I can't speak to reliability of the 3.3 liter straight six Mazda engine. I do trust Mazda engineers to do a good job. But I think that Mazda won't abandon uh, the funner coupes and sedans of the world. And I think that this could find a home in something that would be, not to say the 690 is not exciting, but something exciting and special that would really help continue to elevate the Mazda brand. That said, Patrick, on a quick spin, we try to get to the essence of the automobile. And the 2024 Mazda CX-90 is no exception. So Patrick, I ask, I beg, I plead myself. What is the essence <laughs> of the CX-90? And that's a good question, a question I've been thinking about for a, a while now. Well, what's the answer? Well, we're, we're going to get there. Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Mazda needs to sell cars 
to stay open. That's a controversial opinion, I know. This is Mazda's move to stay positioned in high volume markets in order to help sell their more enthusiast-centered vehicles. Now, people like large crossovers. I'm not one to judge what people like. I do that privately, but publicly, I'm not one to judge. In order to do what Mazda needs to do, which is keep the lights on, you have to sell large crossovers. And in order to sell large crossovers, Mazda has to make one. It has to make one that meets what you expect from a repeat Mazda buyer. And I think that this is, in essence, the Mazda people mover for Mazda fans. Now, I know I said Mazda twice in that one sentence. I don't know if that's I'm allowed to do that. But this this is... I'm curious the conquest that Mazda shoppers will get with the CX-90. Probably some. But if you're already familiar with Mazda, you already have an established relationship with the brand... And, mm-hmm. you, and you need three rows. Obviously, you're kind of you know you're already you're already in the dealership. But this hits all the notes you want from a Mazda. Uh, getting people into a Mazda dealership. Obviously, they've got some fun cars to help do that. But it will be interesting to see how this does on the sales charts uh, because it's it, that's all that matters. But I think that this is the the three row crossover for the Mazda fan. And fan service isn't bad, Patrick. I like fan service, no. especially when yeah the Mazda fan. Is, has already established that they want something nice mm-hmm. and this this hits all those notes it is it's a nice comfortable cabin has an interesting powertrain it looks good it, it, it hits all the notes you want from a mazda well i think that that's a very good analysis and you can hear more on my financial analysis <laughs> podcast my my uh, I, I do stock trading now patrick you can listen i'm just kidding <laughs> uh thank you patrick thank you for asking all these hard-hitting questions i can't wait till we get our own tv show <laughs> Yeah, I'll uh, can't wait to see you in makeup. <laughs> it is. I don't look good without it, and I don't look good with it. <laughs> that said, I think it's a good place to put a pin in it today. Thank you again, Patrick, and thank you, listener, for listening to this. If you could head over to the Apple Podcast Store or Spotify, wherever you listen to the show, and drop us a five star review, would really appreciate it. And while you're cruising the internet superhighway in your digital Mazda CX ninety one, head over to our Facebook page, click that like button, that we get all the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. Now I say this at the end of every episode, but I do mean it. Without your listenership, none of this would be possible. So thank you for listening. <laughs>